What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Feng Shui Kate podcast. It's me, your host, Kate, who I'm assuming you could imagine that from the name of the show. But anyway, let's dive right into it. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Feng Shui Bagua map. You guys will also hear me refer to this map as a home energy map um, instead of the Bagua. And the reason for that is... I kind of noticed I'm in the northeast part of the country and feng shui is not as prevalent here. A lot of people have never heard of it. And when I started practicing, I noticed when I used words like bagua, it kind of instantly turned people off and they just weren't listening after they heard that word because their brain immediately associated it with something that they just don't understand. So that led me to personally talk about the Bagua map as a home energy map. And as soon as I made that verbiage change, I noticed such a big difference in people's response to it as well as their curiosity about it. So I will use both words. You will kind of hear me use them interchangeably. Um, So just kind of know that. I I do know what I'm talking about. I do know that it's called a Bagua map, but again, you will often hear me refer to it as the home energy map. So I wanted to do uh, this episode where I talk a little bit about what the Bagua map is and kind of everything that it represents because I am going to post some future episodes all about the home energy map and relating different crystals to each energy or to each area of the energy map, the Bagua map. And I um, did some live videos on TikTok with Julie Baldino, who is an energy healer and she actually uses crystals in her energy healing technique. She is un godly knowledgeable and has taught me so much about uh, just crystals in general and how we can use them within our space. So I wanted to do this episode first so that you guys kind of had an idea if you've never heard of or don't know anything about the home energy map, the Bagua map. This will at least give you a little precursor, give you a little bit more information. If you'd like to look at the map, see how it relates to your home. Um, You can always Google Bagua map and you'll find a lot of different options. You will notice that different practitioners have different representations of this map. So wording might be a little bit different or the representation of that area might be a little bit different. Um, So each practitioner kind of has their own style on that. So if you are interested in using my Bagua map, my style, my interpretation of it, then you can go to my website, fengshui-kate.com, and there is, I think the first thing that you see basically is a download for the home energy map. Now, I do charge $9 for it, um, and that is because it not only gives you directions, it gives you a copy of the map, but I also include a third page that gives you a little bit deeper meaning into each area and also gives you an idea of maybe what 
Chinese element it's related to, what shapes, what decor might be great for each one of those areas. So it just helps you kind of play around and explore a little deeper. So with that being said, let's jump right in. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about what the Bagua or home energy map, whichever way you wanna to refer to it, what is it, what is it used for, what does it represent? So basically this is something that has been used for centuries in the Chinese practice of feng shui. There are some different ways to use it depending on whether you practice form school or you practice compass school. We're gonna stick to form school because that is what I am educated in and it's also what I teach. So basically the Bagua map is a tool that we can use to look at the different representations in our life and how those areas match up with our home. So how we would use this is I would, as a practitioner, um, or you can do this too, is I would take a copy of someone's floor plan and I would draw this map onto the floor plan and then basically plan out or write out each area so that I can see which area of my home is represented by each area of the home energy map. So that's kind of a short synopsis. Again, you can look up online how to use these or you can go to my website fengshui-kate.com and, and download an instructional guide. I do recommend if you've never used this before, don't try using it on your whole entire house. Use it on one room first because you can break down and do this in every single room of your home. And a lot of times if you're new to this, that's much easier, it's much less overwhelming, and it kind of gets you familiar with it until you're like, okay, I fully understand this, now I can place it on my house. I recommend starting with your bedroom because that's the most intimate personal space in your home. So that's a good area to get started. I highly recommend doing that if you're using this for the first time so that you don't get frustrated and overwhelmed. Um, and also have fun with this. This is not something that you have to be super strict about. I don't believe that there's anything bad um, in feng shui. That's just my personal opinion. So have fun with this and be open to it. Anyway, the word Bangwa literally means eight trigrams. And if you're looking at the map, you'll notice that there are actually nine areas that are represented. Well, that middle area, that center of wellness, is a representation of us as a whole. The other eight areas are how each one of those things are represented in our life. So let's go through what those are. I always start with wisdom first, which is wisdom first, which is our front left-hand corner. This will be the front left-hand corner of your home or your space. So wisdom is really about your relationship to your higher self. Um, it's a really great place for meditation and getting in touch with that higher self. It's kind of like how healthy is that relationship with some if with spirit, with divine power, with God, whatever, you know, whatever feels right to you there. It's also about 
how you've taken your life experiences, use them in your life for positive and how you can take those experiences or knowledge that you've gained through even through study, like how I'm doing right now with teaching you guys about feng shui. How are you able to relate that and share that with others? So how are you able to empower others with the experiences and the knowledge that you've gained throughout your life? Next area is healing and new beginnings. Some practitioners call this health and family. Um, This healing and new beginnings area is very much highly related to your family. And it's more like ancestral and like your family tree. And the reason it's called new beginnings, at least in my opinion, is because you're going to... From the way that you were raised, the way you grew up, whether that's good, bad, and different, there is going to come, or at least there should come a point in your life where you say, huh, I'm going to evaluate how I was raised, the things I was taught, and I'm going to think about whether those things still align with the person that I want to be moving forward. And chances are there are going to be certain things that don't align with you and you need to step out into a new beginning. So that's the way that I look at as being related to family, to ancestors, and also the healing portion of this. This is not just an area that I look at for healing physical ailments. So if you just had a surgery or you're, you've been sick or anything like that, this is a great area to kind of give some extra love to and enhance with the intention of supporting your healing journey. This is also a place that is deeply, deeply rooted to traumas that have happened in your life. And a lot of times, family traumas. So again, if there's some things that you need to heal from, This is going to be a great area for enhancement. Um, Our abundance area is next. This is our back left corner. It's the one that people ask about all the time. And it seems to be the one that people want to, to enhance most in their home. And for good reason. But this isn't just abundance as far as money. This is our wealth. This is our prosperity. This is the abundance of opportunities we receive in life. And this is also linked to kind of like how um, how we see ourselves, like what are we worthy of? So our self-worth. Um, so our self-worth is wrapped up into this. This is also, you know, where we might need to look at if we have any abundance blockages in our life see what those are, and then maybe look at the healing and new beginnings area to um, with the intention of healing some of these abundance blockages. But this is our self-worth. This is how we feel um, safety, security, and, and that all ties back to new opportunities, wealth, and prosperity. Next, in the very back middle, we have our fame and reputation. And while this could bring you fame as we think of like celebrities, most often it's gonna bring you a fame and reputation within your personal community, your hometown, whatever area you are serving. And fame and reputation is simply a a representation of you being able to step out in the world and be your most authentically true self 
be unapologetic for that. And whatever service comes along with that, you are recognized and famed essentially within whatever community that is in for walking your true life path, for having the courage to be yourself and share your share your knowledge with others. So this is where we're getting that fame and reputation. You can also, you know, if you're looking at getting a new promotion or things like that, this is a great place to enhance. Next in our back right corner, I'd say this is the second area that people ask most about is relationships. Um, Sometimes you'll find this called love and marriage with other practitioners. I personally believe that this involves love and relationship with all the close people in our life. So this could be significant others. It could be best friends, um, business partners, anybody that we're choosing to have a really close personal relationship. I look at this area as that representation. It is most often looked at as like love, bringing in new relationships, enhancing current relationships, which is all fine and good. That is what we tend to use it for the most. But I see this as enhancing all relationships. This is also looking at your relationship with yourself. Is that healthy? Do you love yourself? So this is an area that you can use to enhance current relationships. You can get in touch with your personal relationship with yourself more. Um, and bring about change in relationships or even invite new relationships in. Next, below our relationships, so this is our right middle side, we're looking at our inner child. Um, You may see this again referred to as children and creativity. I found that, that all of the representations of this area really come down to honoring your inner child. Um, This could be actual physical children, but most of the time I feel it comes down to you and your inner child. So how are you honoring your inner child? And this relates to your creativity. Um, It relates to kind of like your hopes and dreams in this way of, you know, when we're children, before we're taught that there are limitations on what we can do with our lives, We are also, like, we believe we can do anything. So what did your seven or eight-year-old self want to do? What did your seven or eight-year-old self, like, just love? You know, if you need to honor your inner child, um, those are some things that you can look at. Also, a place for creativity and completion. If you have a project that needs completed, you could look at this as the final birthing of a child, a project, or an idea. This is a great place to make enhancements in. If you are working on a creative project or you just want to invite more creativity into your life in general, also another great place to make enhancements. Next, we'll move on to helpful people and synchronicities. Again, you will also see this as helpful people and travel. Um, I I don't know. To me, the travel thing, I think if that's something that resonates for you, this is an area that you can totally use to increase travel or manifest trips and things like that. I look at this more as like being at the right place at the right time and being open to having a more synchronistic life. Um, The helpful people is how are you allowing 
or receiving helpful service from others, how are you also being a helpful person so that you're kind of creating that like you're helpful, someone is helpful to you, but you can really look at this as like who's in your back pocket, right? So what helpful people are in your life? If you're starting to work on a new home project, this might be a really great area to make enhancements in because you want all the contractors and people that you attract to be helpful. If there's something that needs fixed in your home or your life and it's just you're not finding the right people or the right circumstances, this is a great area to enhance. If you are looking to get closer or or accepting or receiving more guidance, more help from your spirit guides, from your angels, this is a really great place to spend some time and make enhancements. Again, how are you following this flow of synchronicities in your life? Next one is our life path that's going to be in our front middle. A lot of times this might be where you find your front door. It might not be though. It could be in one of these other areas. Um, life path is mostly related to career. Um, you will find other practitioners that simply call it career and that's it. That just didn't feel right to me because not everybody chooses or takes a career in life. Um, some of us do nonprofit. Some of us are stay-at-home parents. Um, there's just so many things. Some of us retire, right? And we, we still, you know, have a life path and a purpose. So this is all about your life path. So it can be heavily related to your career, but just as it's stated, it's really about your path through life. Is that something that you want to enhance? Do you want a new path in life? Are you questioning what your path in life should be. This is a great area to spend some time in and make some enhancements if that is the case. Next, we're moving on to our final area and it is our center of wellness. Um, I feel different practitioners have very different takes on this center. I am going to share with you mine. You can take what resonates and leave what doesn't. The center of wellness to me, so this is like, this is like me as a whole. It, it represents my center, it, it represents the wellness in my life, my physical, my mental, and my spiritual wellness. And you'll probably notice that different areas of the energy map, we've kind of already addressed some of these things, right? Like wisdom is where I can go and seek, you know, deeper spiritual guidance and connection. But the center is really made up of like your overall wellness. And if we are taking care of all of the other areas around us and we are being intentional about those areas and making changes, um, then our center should be in, in good standing. This is really a place to feel grounded. Um, this is also a place if you have a lot of clutter in your home or you have like a hard time becoming motivated to clean, put things away, so on and so forth. I'll have clients and students start in this middle area because for some reason it just really seems to get energy moving and get energy going. And it's like that energy just radiates throughout the rest of the house. Like I kind of think of the center of wellness as like our sun, right? It's like this this um, supply or this like representation of our life force energy and its rays just go out into all the other areas. Like it touches all the other areas. It's all one. It's all energy. It's all one. 
Um, so this is a really important area to me. And it's just somewhere that I think should always be clean and kept and, you know, set with the intention of, of being very grounded in your physical, mental, and spiritual wellness. Like what are the things that you're doing? This is also another great place for meditation. So again, guys, that was just a quick explanation of how the Bagua map or the home energy map is used as a tool by practitioners and homeowners to just create a different level of awareness of how you share the space in your home. Like what intentions are you giving to it? What representations are you seeing in each area? Again, if this is your first time playing around or using this, I do highly recommend that you stick to just putting it in one room, which you can also do before you move on to your full floor plan, as that can just be a little overwhelming if this is your first time. Um, you can Google Bagua map and it will come up with a lot of different options. Uh, usually they're pretty basic and don't give a lot of explanation. If you wanna dive deeper and really understand this a little bit deeper and kind of have more of like a key to understanding it, there is a download on my website, fengshui-kate.com, that you can go to and download it. It is $9. I do charge for it um, because I've put a lot of energy and emphasis into giving you guys a full key. So it has an instructional page, it has a regular map page, and then it also has a key page that gives you um, not only what each area represents, but it's also going to give you what Chinese element is it closest related to, what colors, decor items, shapes that you could use to make enhancements in those area. And it's also a clickable PDF. So if you click on each one of those areas, it will actually take you to um, one of my, my home slice living website, which is like feng shui shopping and it and it just kind of helps you put more visual or is allows you to buy certain things that might be related to each one of the energy maps so i spent a lot of time on that i want it to really be useful for you guys and i want you to really be able to understand how this works how you can use it to create more of an awareness within your home, within your space, and then also make adjustments so that you can align your home to your life. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Look for the upcoming episodes um, for home, for your home and using crystals within them. We basically, Julie Baldino and I basically do two at a time. So the first episode will um, consist of wisdom, and the healing and new beginnings areas, and then we'll move through the map from there. If you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email and ask me if you have any ideas on future podcast episodes. I would love to hear them. I hope you guys have a kick-ass day, and I will talk to you soon. Peace.